Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. On this episode, I'm talking with the puppy mama herself, Teresa Piasta. She's the founder of the Puppy Mama Community and the author of a new book sourced from real dog mom stories alongside advice from trainers, groomers, and vets. Speaking of vets, Teresa has had a very interesting life that led her to this current career. When you listen to this episode, you'll see what I mean. We talk about the importance of creating a community around dogs and the nitty-gritty details that it took to create this new book. We also touch on Teresa's plans for her next book that will include advice on how to take your dog to more places so you rarely have to leave them behind. Before founding Puppy Mama, Teresa Piasto was a vice president at J.P. Morgan, spending six years in the investment bank and sales and trading businesses at two Wall Street banks. Prior to that, she served as an army captain in a field artillery brigade. During her 14-month Iraq deployment in 2008, Teresa led a large team to defend thousands of soldiers and contractors residing on forward operating base Delta near the Iranian border. She was awarded the Bronze Star Medal for her service. After the military, Teresa attended the Stanford GSB Ignite program in 2016 and started the Puppy Mama community to advocate for a more dog-friendly world and for the healing power of canine therapy. Her first book, Raising a Doodle, Heartwarming Stories from Dog Parents Around the World, is the adorable how-to guide for both new and experienced doodle parents. Teresa and her six siblings grew up in Sonoma County, California, and today she lives in San Francisco with her husband, their infant son, and her cavapoo, Waffles. Hey, Teresa. Hi. I always love to hear Waffles. It just brings me so much joy hearing her name. (laughs) Well, I just, you know, one of our dog park friends here, her name is Pancake. Uh, So the two of them should really get together. (laughs) I know. I know. We just, uh, we've had, um, you know, some come up to us like, oh, what about Pancakes? Maybe I'll name my dog Pancakes or um, my husband's nieces uh, mentioned the name syrup or French toast, and I was like, "That's so cute!" Aww, <laughs> can you picture a little a little French bulldog named French Toast? I know it'd be so cute. Yeah, when it came <laughs> to naming our son, we had to be uh, we we tried to stick to the boys' names. <laughs> Yeah, not breakfast food. Not breakfast food. An actual real name. Yeah, that was probably a good choice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm so excited to have you on the show here. Your your history and just your experience going from the military to now leading a puppy mama community and writing a book about doodles. It is just seems like such a huge jump. Like, do you feel like there is any kind of common thread that kind of connects it all for you? I love that question. Um, I am someone, I think in general, I grew up in California and I think back to 
Um, working on this book project, I taught myself in design um, in order to be able to craft the visual story to match the text um, in a thoughtful and creative and stylish way. I go back to my second grade experience. Um, I wanted to be a Disney cartoonist. So growing up in the Bay, uh, North Bay Area in Sonoma County, I was told, you know, the Disney dream story of you can be whoever you want to be. And um, that has always been something that stuck with me my whole life. So um, going into the military was something I wanted to do. I wanted to serve. But I think inside of me has always been this person who wants to advocate for change, dream big, try new things, new skills. And on the side along the way, I have become um, not just in the military, but also in banking, I see an opportunity to empower women in a variety of ways. And um, building the puppy mama community during my own healing journey was something that became really important to me. Um, I saw not only from my own healing how much dogs are um, helping their owners or slash dog parents, but they're also bringing joy to the people around them. Through Waffles, a huge part of my healing journey was the fact that not only did she comfort me, but she got me to connect with other people again in a very joyful way. At a time when there's so much negativity on social media um, and so many things to um, be upset about. And I've heard complaints across the board, <laughs> um, you know, from, I was, I went to Wellesley College um, and I, you know, from that community, I hear a lot of um, different aspects of, I'd say um, liberally or um, politically, it's on one spectrum. And then I went to the military where I was around a lot of people that politically was on another s spectrum. And I want to be somebody who, brings people together to despite differences and so um, and and find ways to empower women. And I'm so excited to have worked on a project like this. I love every single person I've met along the journey between all of my different worlds and finding ways that b bring us together is something that I felt so passionately about three years ago and how amazing dogs are. No matter what political belief you have, where you're from, what religion, boy, girl, different, you know, LGBTQ, um, across the board right now, dogs are just full of love and joy if you find the right match. And Waffles will say hi to everybody and bring them joy to their faces. So I think my ultimate story is, you know, follow your passions, follow who you are. But also, you know, find, you know, for me, it's really important to find ways to bring us together instead of dividing. And I saw an opportunity to, um, that was so beautiful and how women were connecting with each other in a very positive and joyful way. I just, I love that so much. That's just the best answer because I think this community that we have around our dogs, like they are such the great unifier. You know, it like you said, it doesn't matter what your beliefs are, who you are, where you came from, or where you're going. If you see a dog, you're gonna have an emotional reaction to it for most people, unless you're a complete crazy person. <laughs> you know, and just um, in San Francisco we have um it's not new news. We have it, there's a lot of need to fix our homeless situation. And yesterday or this past weekend, I uh, Waffles and I were going to um, this coffee shop and an older man came up to us 
and was the sweetest to her. And Waffles gave him the biggest kiss. And I didn't know he was homeless until later I saw him on the street. And he came up and said, Waffles, how are you? And their bond that grows now every time we walk by. I'm like, this little being brought me to connect with this other person who needed help and healing. And this is just one story. This just happened a couple days ago. And it's just over and over and over again. And Waffles, I call her Puppy Zero <laughs> because she did this to me. And I constantly met new people in a positive, joyful way. I created an Instagram account for her for three and a half years ago and then was inspired to connect other women who were passionate about their dogs as much as I was from, you know, meeting them, but then also digitally. And it's the most beautiful way to connect with other people. And in our book, we talk about it. And it's a platform where people are building positive um, it's not just about the dogs, I think, right now. It's more about, hey, I'm getting joy in my life, either following an adorable dog or connecting with other women who love their dogs as much as they do. And they talk about the love and appreciation and happiness, and they don't talk about the negativity going on in their lives. It's stress relief. Yeah, absolutely. And I so what I think is really interesting is that, you know, uh, with everyone's smartphones and all their apps and, and working from home as I do, and, you know, so many other factors have made us more isolated than ever before. But you're using technology to help form community. So something that was like making people more isolated has now become a, a wonderful tool to create community. So tell us a little bit about um, like when you first started Puppy Mama um, with the app and just like the online component, tell us a little bit about how that works and what it is. Absolutely. So um, two and a half, three years ago, when I left um, the banking uh, world, I went to a Stanford Ignite um, program for entrepreneurship here in the Bay Area in Palo Alto. And I was so inspired at the time with the love that I was feeling with my angel pup waffles. And I found um, also friction at the same time of finding places that I could bring her with me. Um, a lot's changed in three years in San Francisco, but um, I wanted to, when I was at the program, I was getting all these ideas on how to make a sophisticated app in order to build what you, know, what you would think is the Yelp for dog parents, but also with a community angle to it. The reality is, is, um, we are at the point we became um, very quickly aware after we launched the app. Um, you could rate businesses according to a five paw rating. Um, and it's still the goal that we can do that, including other community type features into it, including micro communities. But it's expensive. So two years ago, in order to keep Puppy Mama going, I had to temporarily pivot my time and energy as an entrepreneur and sole founder um, to find other ways to be creative in order to keep going. In the Bay Area, um, engineers who can build their own apps, is I would say if you can do that, if you're a woman who has an idea and you have coding skills, I'm applauding you because go and make things happen on, and build communities around them and solve um solve issues and problems and frustrations that your community that you care about is focusing on. My, I have many skills. Um, two years ago, I came up with an issue that I don't know coding skills. So um, when it came to how I looked at my next day to day, 
Um, I try to focus on the areas that I do well in, and that's building community. Um, I'm also a fast learner, and I do, going back to my second grade experience, I love art. So I've kind of, the past couple of years, um, I'm the one who's done a lot of the photography. Um, I taught myself photography to keep the Puppy Mama brand alive and growing. Um, I've taught myself Photoshop, InDesign, um, Illustrator, um, in order to build our brand marketing materials, so much so that when it came time for, for this book project, we needed a book cover, and we also needed a stylish layout for the book for the hundreds of photos, about a thousand photos that were crowdsourced and brought to us that had different mood boards, different um, uh, color tones, etc., different quality in color um, and pixels. We had to make something that was stylish and look good in print. Um, I had to teach myself all of that. And really what my, I would say at this point, the, where the startup is, it's been a huge ROI for anyone else who's thinking about starting a business, know what you bring to the table, what you can learn quickly. And then also, um, know that it, there's going to be a lot of grit involved every day and to keep chugging away every day and finding ways that you bring value to your organization. And ultimately, um, I had to pivot for the time being, being to build our, the right app for our dog parents until the community grew. And now we're at the point, which is exciting the past year, because I've been focusing on building the community and brand. Um, I've reached out to our ambassadors and community members for surveys um, to learn from them to see what really features they care about. So the app in the future is going to include video coaching for training and how to um, you know, raise a pup. And whatever is best, basically what I'm now experiencing <laughs> for what is out there for raising a baby, because I am a new human mom too. Um, there's a lot of need out there for how to raise a happy and healthy best friend. So um, we want to grow into that realm, but listening to our community and what they really care about is where we're growing in the future. I think it's just so smart. And the the way that you've been able to kind of pivot, like, you know, something, you're, you're not discouraged, like when things aren't working out perfectly, you're like, how can I, you know, spend my time for the next year or whatever wisely so that I set myself up for success when it's ready to grow the app? It's just really inspiring. Um, but I'm curious, uh, I know that you have a Cavapoo, who is a, you know, a poodle mix, obviously anything that's a poo at the end is a, <laughs> some kind of a of poodle them. mix. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, why did you, why did you decide with your book, Raising a Doodle, to focus on doodles specifically and not just, um, you know, puppies in general? Well, um, you know, I see the book as something, again, um, I got to a point where we had over about a thousand stories submitted and each story that's submitted, you know, as sole founder and sole person working on the startup, I'm the other person on the other end of that. And um, I try to tell the community so often that know that each story I care so much about. And that's what's really is fueled um, me and my passion to keep the grit going. It's really the, the amazing stories that women have been sharing. And when I started my first story about my own personal life and how waffles at Cavapoo um, not just changed my life, but was a huge, huge, had a huge, huge impact on my own health recovery journey from PTSD from the service, that I also gravitated pretty quickly to stories of that were submitted by certain breeds and what was shared 
And a lot of women were getting um, a lot of information because of all these stories with what's the breed, what did the women share, and they've turned into kind of love stories. And over time, so many women who have poodle mixed breeds, it's not just me, who's received health and healing from anxiety, depression, PTSD, infertility. In the chapter Canine Therapy, um, we had so much content in this book that we already are almost like midway through book number two. Um, we had to move a lot of the content to book number two. Um, but the one chapter I, I was so adamant not to remove from this book were um, 17 of the canine therapy related stories and how these poodle mixed breeds are helping cope women cope in a variety of health and pain. Um, as a military female veteran, that is a very important part of my own advocacy efforts. Um, I would love for not just female military veterans, but also male military veterans to be able to um, have um, the right dog match in their life to help them heal. And seeing how these dogs are helping women in a variety of ways um, has just been so inspiring. Um, something else that also came up is that um, Waffles also has quirky traits and really cute traits and mannerisms. So there's the healing side. And then the other stories that as somebody who does have a poodle mixed breed on my end, as an entrepreneur, I also noticed that like, huh, when a woman says that her dog dances, huh, her dog sits in a chair, you know, all these cute little traits too, that they're more human. I saw in time just the fact that waffles, I could relate to that person um, immediately on the other end. Um, and, um, and so that helped over time a couple years ago when I thought about a book project and where I would start. And it was really because of my own personal knowledge of experience of raising a poodle mixed breed and how I could relate and hear this, those specific stories. But the goal is, is that for Frenchies, Corgis, across the board, all of them, it's clear that they all have their unique stories to share. I had to start somewhere and knowing firsthand what it's like raising a poodle mixed breed. I know um, I've never been an author before. This is my first <laughs> book. So um, I knew that it would almost be um, more of my blog type writing skills about my own personal experience, but interviewing others um, that I'd probably with my first book, working with Audrey, I was better equipped to nail the first project that way with my own skills too. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So with, with all the stories in the book, did you interview everybody or did they just kind of send in their stories to you? It was a mixture. So we had a lot of stories from women around the world and how they shared. Okay, so another question I wanted to ask you was um, while you were going through the process of this book and getting everyone's stories and just the whole publishing side of things, were there any surprises that kind of came up in this whole process? I would say um, <laughs> I'm not an expert um, with current trade policy at all, um, but um, the publishing world with um, the printing experience and color books today because of um, different policy shifts, um, it's really expensive um, to produce a color book today. So um, that was something that um, came up. Um, I wanted to, a huge goal of mine was to bring the Instagram experience into the palms of people's hands in a tangible book. Um, that also 
not just because of the printing situation with operations and logistics, there is also an issue too um, about CMYK printing versus RGB. Um, it was so important. You saw some advanced reader copies, and um, when we were deciding to most, uh, we've been told that um, you know with our uh, with those who were helping us with the book that um, it, I was so I so wanted to have an advanced reader copy at least to show some in color, and it literally the copy that you saw um, was so important for me to see how it looked on print because I learned purples and a couple other tones um, because of the change between RGB to CMYK, um, they don't look the same. So when people are so used to looking at their mobile phones and what a picture should look like, what it happens in print is a very different experience. Um, so each photo in the book, um, to get it in print, also requires a lot of effort of Photoshop, mood board changing. It took a lot of time to bring that digital Instagram experience into a book. And um, that is actually something that I'm so proud of because each page, when you flip it, the colors have to kind of match, etc. It brought back a lot of my artistic skills from my second grade experience um, because it's so important to have that visual experience to um, not distract from the text. And to share the visual story. If someone flips through the book and just wants to look at pictures, I want them to love it just as much as someone wants rich content um, and how to help them raise a happy pup. They needed to complement right. each other. So um, it was it was a very fun but tricky project. Um, well, and something that you mentioned um, a little bit earlier that I want to make sure that we talk about, um, you mentioned how there's a whole section of the book that talks about dogs who have helped women through, um, you know, difficult situations or maybe PTSD like you have or something like that. Um, what is the charitable component of the book? Because I know you're doing something to help people in that area as well. Because of my own personal experience of waffles helping me so much. Um, and, you know, there's a huge need for, there's the suicide rates among female and male veterans. Um, you know, just this past year, it was updated 20 to 22 a day, just veterans. But now there's more research out there about female military veterans. Um, suicide rates have um, skyrocketed. So I personally have experienced the love and companionship and help um, when, you know, having waffles in my life, PTSD, that's a really important cause to me. Um, and where Puppy Mama started, to be frank. So raising um, 5% of the net proceeds are going to be um, to help support um, the training um, to for service dogs for military veterans in need. I think that's just so wonderful. And, and the fact that it just ties in so deeply to your own personal experience, um, you know, it's just, you know, it, it makes it makes so much sense. Uh, and it kind of like all ties together so well. So how the people who are listening to this or um, who are curious about Puppy Mama, how can they kind of get involved with your mission? I would love for them to follow us on Instagram. We have a lot of wonderful dogs around the world. And um, just know that, you know, right now it looks probably a lot of doodles. And that's just because of this book project. But it's a community of any single person. And we're also, we don't want to exclude men too. So if you are a person who loves your dog, please follow us on Instagram. 
And um, would also love, um, whether you're a doodle owner or not, would love for you to check out our book. We want to be able to share the story of all dog breeds um, and how they're helping um, in a variety of ways for ha health, happiness, and being amazing family members. Um, the story about the doodle, which is unique, is how many times um, the dog parents shared that you know, they were helping the marriages. They were like their quote unquote little therapists. And um, we want to share the right story that fits each breed in time, but then ultimately, um, you know, be that platform to provide very, um, very helpful information to help you raise your pup the best way possible. So we'd love for you to get involved in a variety of ways. And we do different contests on our Instagram page, um, but we'd love for you to join our community. Uh, and so the the second book that you're already working on, is that going to be dedicated to a specific breed or is it going to be sort of broad? It's called Life's Copilot and it's for all dog breeds and um, tips, advice and tricks and how to navigate world um, and train your pup to um, be ready for to go on um, to go with you um, in throughout life. But then also. Um, the realities of, you know, some uh, things that come up in the way, for example, how do I get an Uber, etc. <laughs> with my dog. So, um, you know, tips and tricks, but then stories, but um, we want to be there and be the content to help you get through the, those obstacles. That's very fun. Well, I love what you've done because you've uh, combined vets, um, trainers, groomers, all this kind of like quote unquote professional advice, qualified advice, but also with like real dog mom advice, like how to get an Uber with your dog, because that's really important, but no, no vet is going to tell you how to do that. <laughs> right. Or, um, you know, flying a lot of, so, um, a section in the book, um, uh, because, we had too much content for raising a doodle that um, when it came time um, to look at, okay, what could go into life's co-pilot versus what is specific about the doodle breed or any breeds, which is a template um, that's going to be used um, to help us build, um, you know, the, the other craft, the other stories about the different breeds. But the reality is if you have a dog that's under 25 pounds you, um, or under 20 pounds, how can you train them to, go on the flight with you. And what is that like? Um, should you try? Should you keep working with your pup if they're not ready? There's a lot of things that come up as being a dog parent. And we want to help people um, along that lifestyle. Because when somebody follows a famous dog on Instagram, you see them going all these places. But the reality is it didn't happen overnight. And these dogs, um, the more you train them, the more you work with them every day, um, the better you build that bond and um, the, you're getting them to a point where they're going to be able to enjoy and go on the go with you to more places. So that's the goal with all of our books. And we want to be there for um, those um, to make it happen. I love it. So um, tell everyone where, what is your website and how can they find you so they can get in on this? Puppymama.com. Um, would love for you to join us on Instagram. Um, puppymama.com slash book is more information about the book, but it's also on Amazon as well. Awesome. Well, Teresa, thank you so much for this interview. Thank you so much, Tori. Thanks for having us. Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.